Welcome to a bonus episode of your Direction Not Perfection community. The purpose of these episodes are meant to bring you some insight, motivation, and tools to keep your week inspired and flowing with great momentum. Today, we bring back a regular on the show, chiropractor Dr. Dennis Warren. Dr. Warren will be speaking on sympathetic tone and the hidden benefits to chiropractic adjustments. Welcome, Dr. Warren. Today, I want to actually share with everyone a, some hidden benefits to chiropractic adjustments. Um, and really, most of the benefits that people receive from a chiropractic adjustments are things that they do not feel, but it's things that are happening neurologically and physiologically inside the body um, that are of great benefit to the person. And one, that I, one of those things that I wanted to touch on today was uh, the concept of sympathetic tone. So many people have heard the the nervous system, there's a part of the nervous system called the autonomic nervous system. And the autonomic nervous system is broken down into two different systems. One is the parasympathetic nervous system and the other one is the sympathetic nervous system. Now we know the parasympathetic nervous system because that's the side of the nervous system that helps us with rest and digest and growth and healing and repair. And we also have the sympathetic side of the nervous system, autonomic nervous system, which is more for fight or flight, and it's more for survival. And so I think something that's really important to state first is that both of these, we really just want to have a balance and there's really a ebb and flow um, through day-to-day life where one's going to go up, the other one's going to go down and then vice versa. And you need that ebb and flow continuously throughout life. Um, You don't want one side to be dominant all the side because if your parasympathetic side was dominant all the side all the time uh, we would we would not survive uh, any type of animal attack we would not survive any type of being jumped in the alleyway if that's ever happened to you but we would not survive driving down the road and someone pulling who's coming the opposite direction pulls right in front of our car we would not survive if we were dominant in the parasympathetic side because we would not be able to respond appropriately to that threat of somebody coming head on at us in the other lane that we could avoid a car accident. So if we're predominantly parasympathetic, that's not a good thing, but we also don't want to be predominantly sympathetic. And really, truthfully, most people in our day and age, in our world, is we are dominated by sympathetic nervous system. We are dominated by fight or flight. We're dominated by a survival state because if you think about all of the stresses, the mental, emotional stresses that we have on our body and our mind, um, all of these things put us into fight or flight. You add on top of that the stresses of poor nutrition, the chemicals and the additives, the fungicides, larvicides, all these different chemicals, all the different food preservatives, all of these things are a stress to our body. And then you add on top of that the mental stress, the physical stress, all of these. We just have so much stress in our world right now. And, and what this does, that puts us into a heightened sympathetic tone. That's the term they use in the research is a heightened sympathetic tone. And it puts us into a sympathetic dominant state. And so what I want to do is I actually want to kind of go over with you uh, what happens in a fight or flight state and how... Fight or flight is a necessary thing that we need to have for survival. 
And so let's imagine that we are in the woods and a bear, we're hiking along in the woods and we see a bear and a bear comes up to us and it's ready to attack. So your brain and your nervous system is going to detect this bear and your brain and your nervous system, especially your sympathetic nervous system, is going to get your body ready for fight, flight, or even freeze, fight, flight, or freeze. And so there's certain things that happen. If you think about this, in a time where you've been scared before in your life, what do you think is going to happen to your heart rate and to your blood pressure? You can probably, all of us can probably relate to a time where we, we got someone scared us, maybe jumping around the corner and you feel your heart start beating really fast. You feel your heart rate go up, your blood pressure go up. Um, that's a very important thing to happen when a bear attack is happening. And so you want your blood pressure to go up. You want your, your heart rate to increase. Um, also, I want you to think about what happens to blood sugar. You think blood sugar is going to go up or down if a bear is here? If a bear is here and attacking, or if you're in a fight or flight sympathetic state, you want your blood sugar to go up. And the reason for that is, is your brain and your muscles use blood sugar for energy. So you want blood sugar to shoot way up. So your brain and your muscles, you have all the strength, all the energy you need to either fight that bear or to be able to escape, to get around and to escape that bear. So for survival, it's beautifully done. It's very smart. Now, let's dive into some other ones that are pretty interesting. What do you think about LDL cholesterol and other sticky factors in blood? Now, many of you have heard of LDL cholesterol labeled as the bad cholesterol. That couldn't be far, farther from the truth. And think about in this situation. If a bear is attacking, what do you think is going to happen to your LDL cholesterol as well as other sticky factors in your blood? LDL cholesterol is going to jump up. It's going to increase. Sticky factors in the blood are going to increase. And this is an intelligent, beautiful response if you're under a bear attack. And the reason for that is, is because LDL cholesterol is very important for wound clotting. Other sticky factors in the blood are very important for wound clotting. So if you have a bear attack, if a bear's there to attack, what are the chances that we are going to be cut or scratched or bit? What are the chances that we're going to start to bleed? The chances are extremely high. So again, it's been labeled as bad cholesterol, which is horrible name for it, horrible to even describe that to it because it's a perfect cholesterol. It's perfect for that stressful environment because your chances of getting cut are very high and your chances of bleeding out are very high. So your body needs to increase LDL cholesterol, increase sticky factors to clot those wounds so you don't bleed out and so you don't die. Now, what do you think is going to happen to your immune system? When a bear is attacking you, when you're under fight or flight, sympathetic tone, high sympathetic tone, what's going to happen to your immune system? Is it going to get stronger? Are your white blood cells going to get stronger or are they going to get weaker and shut down? In chronic stress, if you're around a bear all the time, which most of us are, in chronic stress, your immune system actually weakens. And I want you to think about that. Your immune system is made up of a bunch of little white blood cells. And they're really there to fight off infection. And I also want you to think about the last time you had the cold or flu, 
think about how much energy you had when your immune system was trying to fight off that bacterial viral infection. Our white blood cells are something that's called, they're highly metabolically active. What that means is, is they require a lot of energy in order to run your immune system. And so if you're in a bear attack, if you're in a high fight or flight survival situation, increased sympathetic tone, then your body is gonna shut your immune system down because your brain and your muscles need all of that energy to fight or flight. We need all of that energy. So it shuts your immune system down so you have more energy to fight or flight. So it's very smart. And what white blood cell is going to beat off a bear? There's not one. What you really want is you want your immune system in a bear attack, you want your immune system to be shut down. But then as you run off, as you escape that bear attack, and as you're running, you're burning off all these stress hormones. And that running, that exercise brings you back to balance and back to homeostasis. Then you want your immune system to kick in and clean up any infections because again, you might've got a cut, you might've got bit. You want your immune system to come in, white blood cells to come in and clean up any of the infections that, that could have possibly happened in that bear attack. So again, that's a beautiful response to shut your immune system down. Now let's talk about something else. What do you think about sex drive and fertility? If you're in a, under a bear attack, high levels of stress, you're not thinking about hanky-panky. You're not thinking about sex drive. Your, your sex drive diminishes. For females, your fertility diminishes. You become infertile because in that moment, your body's not thinking about reproducing. You're thinking about survival. So it's a beautiful, intelligent response to shut those things down because that can be distracting. We wanna shut those things down so we can focus on fighting or flighting for survival. Now, if you think about all those things that I just said, and I hope you notice every single time I brought something up, it was a beautiful design. It was a perfect response that your body has to stress. Let me back up and say one more thing. What do you think happens to your blood flow to all of your organs, your digestion, your liver function for detoxification, your kidney function, all of your different vital organs? What do you think happens to blood flow to those? You actually lose blood flow to all those organs. You increase blood flow to your muscles and to your brain, which again is so smart. You want the blood pressure to be high to push that blood sugar out to your muscles, up to your brain so you can fight or flight but you're not worried about digesting your salad or digesting your steak or your breakfast, that's not gonna help you survive a bear attack. So again, it's a beautiful response to shut all of those vital, healthy organ functions down in the moment of fight or flight, because it's essentially shut them down for survival. Now, again, you notice every time I brought something up, I talked about how it was a beautiful design. It is an excellent design, but I want you to think of it this way. In acute stressors, acute stressors are short-term stressors. That's a beautiful design. But the problem is, is when we have chronic stress, chronic stress, stress every single day, stress every moment we wake up, every time we go to bed all day long, we think about the emotional stress that we're under. We think about the physical, chemical stresses that we're under. 
And here's how chiropractic comes in with this. If your joints and your spine are not moving properly, if they are subluxated where the joints are fixated, the biomechanics are screwed up, those joints become inflamed, the tissues become damaged and inflamed, and that sends a signal from that inflamed joint to your brain that's called nociception. It's a noxious stimulus, and that noxious stimulus becomes a physical bear on your body and on your mind. It's a physical bear on your body and on your mind because it's causing, as it goes from your, from your neck or from your back, and it's sending these signals from your neck or your back up to your brain that's telling your brain about tissue damage and inflammation, that causes your brain to go into fight or flight, increased sympathetic tone, survival mode. And so what is so cool with adjustments, and this is something, again, that's rarely felt, what's so cool with adjustments is adjustments restore motion back to those joints in your spine, decrease inflammation and tissue damage, and that improves proper healthy stimulation in your brain, and it decreases that noxious stimulus to your brain, which means it takes a bear out of your life. And we know that because there's so many studies now to show that when we get adjusted, when your chiropractor adjusts your spine, whether you're hurting or you're not hurting, we see a decrease in cortisol, which is a stress hormone, because we're literally removing a physical stressor, a physical bear off of your body. Now, let's go back to this. Let's say every single day we have stresses, mental stresses, chemical stresses. And now let's also say that we have these physical stresses because we have joints in our spine and our body that are not moving properly. Joints in our spine and our body that are inflamed and have tissue damage and inflammation. That's another stressor in our body. So if we have all these chronic stressors all day long, we go back to it. Remember, the bears here are going to have increased heart rate, increased blood pressure, increased LDL cholesterol. Now, if you're a medical doctor, you would say that person has heart disease. That person has heart disease. That's the leading cause of death in the United States. Now, if you say, if you go back again and say increased blood sugar, then we know that is linked with diabetes. We say increased blood sugar and depressed immune system. Well, that's a cancer issue. Cancer is a major immune system issue. That's also infections of all types. That's Corona, that's flu, that's herpes, that's Epstein-Barr, that's all these different types of infections can be linked back to chronic stressors on our body. If we go to uh, decreased sex drive and increased infertility, we see the problem that so many people have with having babies and having children these days. We see why Viagra is one of the leading selling medications in the country because men, males, are stressed to the max, chronically stressed, and we can't get it up because we shouldn't be able to get it up because we're under a bear attack. We're under fight or flight, sympathetic, increased sympathetic tone. And so, again, every chronic illness known to man 
can be linked back to chronic stress and increased sympathetic tone. And so doing things that can decrease your sympathetic tone is going to be very beneficial for our health and long, longevity and well-being. And chiropractic is a perfect addition to a healthy lifestyle and a healthy strategy to help decrease sympathetic tone. There is several PubMed journals showing this, that, and they did adjustments with patients that were, again, asymptomatic. Now, if you take somebody that's in a lot of pain and you adjust them and get them out of pain, which chiropractic is really good at, that absolutely is going to lower stress hormone levels. That's going to lower sympathetic tone. But what's also really cool is when you take people that are asymptomatic, asymptomatic with no pain at all, and you can find areas in their spine that are not moving properly, they're not aligned properly, and you do an adjustment in those areas, that's going to decrease sympathetic tone. It's going to decrease cortisol even more. That's a very powerful strategy, and it's a great wellness strategy. It's a great doctor or practitioner that we should all have on our wellness team, along with eating a healthy diet, along with exercise, along with the dentist to keep our teeth healthy. It's, it's great to have a chiropractor along to keep your spine healthy, keep your joints moving properly, to decrease that stress off your body. So going back to what I said when I first started all this, this is something, this is an effect that chiropractic has, the adjustment has, that is very often not felt. It's a powerful, a powerful response neurologically and physiologically that happens, happens inside of our body after we get adjusted. That is very little, it's very well documented, but it's not felt as much as pain decrease, increased range of motion, those things that are felt on a regular basis. But it does increase sympathetic tone. And there's many PubMed journals that actually show this. So guys, I hope this helps you understand just another aspect of the chiropractic adjustment. Why I'm so passionate about helping people understand this and teaching people this is because if we can develop these strategies to remove the bears out of our lives and also working on those mental, emotional bears, those chemical bears, as far as the foods and the additives, the preservatives and, and removing the, the physical bears in, in our spine or joints, we increase our ability to heal and to function. And I also want to say this, the adjustment doesn't treat heart disease. The adjustment doesn't treat infections. The adjustment doesn't treat diabetes or cancer. What the adjustment does is it removes that stress off of your body. It removes any interference in the nervous system. So your brain, your body, you're communicating very well. And it increases the ability for your body to be able to heal itself and to function properly. I hope this makes sense, guys. But I look forward to bringing some more really cool, unfelt benefits of chiropractic adjustment. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. If this topic served any purpose for you or you could picture that exact person who needed this, I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2020 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate when you leave reviews on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open to new information, keeping an open mind to the fact that our journey will look different now, a year from now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and it's not always that exciting, but a much gentler, 
redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all of the years of every season of life. I cannot wait to catch up next Friday. Cheers to health and happiness.